0: Hi there, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. And this was a bit of a flashback for me. 1989's Black Rain. It's a Ridley Scott film. It's one of those movies I picked up on Blu-ray right when Blu-rays were first coming out. It's a very early Blu-ray Threw it into the collection because it's one of my favorite movies and then just never pulled it out because it's, well, it's one of those movies I saw a lot when it was out and I had it on DVD back in the 90s, you know. Ridley Scott, Michael Douglas. A lot of people look back on Ridley Ridley Scott's career and call this one of his lesser films, but it was a huge hit. Had a $30 million budget, went on to gross $134 million at the time. That's huge. I thought it would be pretty much a time capsule. You've got a young Jan Dubant doing the cinematography before he made Speed. Uh, Hans Zimmer, also young, did the music. Michael Douglas, Andy Garcia, Kate Capshaw, um, Ridley Scott. You know, it had all the makings of a huge movie, even in the day. It's 10 years after Alien for Ridley Scott, and he's coming off movies like Legend. And watching some of the extras after, he was kind of thrilled to go make a movie and film Japan. Because he'd be filming on location, so he was excited about that. So the short version is, this is a pretty darn good movie, holds up pretty well, and it's not the time capsule I thought it was. It is a gritty police drama, the likes of which they don't really make anymore. It's a little cookie cutter. It's, you know why it was such a big deal at the time is because japanese culture was still pretty alien to us at the time and these days in 2021 everybody knows about anime every you know it's we're much more in tune with what goes on pop culture wise and generally in japan than we were in the late 80s it was still strange uh, strange way strange language strange you know so the movie plays on that. The movie is really about xenophobia on both sides, distrusting of people because of different countries and that kind of thing. And that's kind of the, the crux of the whole movie. So the short version is, it's entertaining. It's a good Ridley Scott film. It looks great. And all in all, it was, it was a good, gritty police drama that they don't make the likes of which anymore. That this kind of storyline winds up on TV shows more often. So the long version... They had been trying to get this script made for a little while, the producers. uh, Stanley Jaffe and uh, Sherry Lansing made a lot of big movies back in the day. Uh, They had talked about maybe putting Harrison Ford in the main role. Um, Didn't work out that way. A couple other people. uh, Kurt Russell, maybe. But Michael Douglas had a better relationship with the producers, and that's how that worked out. Jackie Chan. Was also talked about um, playing the Matsuda character, Um, but I don't know. Jackie Chan didn't really play any bad guys up until recently. Actually, he never he felt his audience didn't really want to see him play a bad or dark character, and he kind of stayed away from those for the majority of his career, much to his success. But anyway, so Black Rain is the story of a cop, and man, I had forgotten so much of this. I saw it in the theater. I had it on DVD. I own this early Paramount Blu-ray which is an MPEG2 release and it's worth about 39-40 bucks now cuz it's out of print. It deserves a nice blue uh, nice 4K upgrade release, you know, go back to the original uh, film stock and let's get a good scan of this thing and let's Ridley Scott's Life Breathe in a nice transfer cuz this being an MPEG2 transfer which Blu-rays have moved on to other encoding schemes. Um, it's just kind of dull. It's a fine, tight Blu-ray transfer, but it could look so good, especially the neon of the areas of Japan he's in and things like that. And the, some of the outdoor scenes would just benefit from HDR and the 4K resolution. Movie is a you know the story is a little bit cliched, but the acting is pretty good. Um, being a a Ridley Scott film at times it's a little over edited matter of fact there were two scenes that stuck out greatly um both were serious violent scenes too the movie was rated r but there was a, a beheading and there is a knifing um a, like a sword through a chest kind of thing and both the the shots just cut away they could have literally not done it. it it cut away that early it wasn't like oh what and i just didn't really get a glimpse of that no it was like oh that's about to hit him and oh I don't know, maybe they later were trying to go for a PG-13, maybe by taking a couple things out. But those seemed, there were two. And they come in the final third of the movie. It was just like, wow, that that didn't feel smooth at all. I mean, yes, it would have been bad to see that person lose their head or that person get impaled. But on the flip side, it didn't look very realistic when they don't show it at all. Um, So that was kind of strange. I don't know... Haven't seen the movie in several decades. Couldn't tell you if that's the way it was before or after. But the rest of the movie really works. Uh, It spends a lot more time in New York City than I remembered it doing. I mean, a lot. Like, almost half the movie is uh, the first 45 minutes or so or all in New York before he has a reason to go to Japan. And it's a very young Andy Garcia who's great in the role and they go over to Japan and they have to deliver somebody, but they deliver him to the wrong people. And then a chase ensues where they have to catch the guy or they're, you know. And the rest of the movie is the fish out of water, um, taking things the wrong way. You know, the usual kind of stories you'll have with a couple American cops trying to get things done in a foreign country the film plays well. Like I said, it's well acted. It's just not, you know, we're used to much more spectacular things. And there are, there, there's some pretty major chases, uh, fight scenes, that kind of stuff. I found it hard to believe that Michael Douglas was going to hold his own in a martial arts fight. That I remember when I was younger, this and a few years later with Rising Sun, that movie with Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes, that there wasn't enough martial arts in these movies, that there should have been. This was an opportunity for Hollywood, big Hollywood movies to go film over there and, you know, film in an Asian country and have some fight scenes, and then they just throw punches and just do, you know, I, I felt that was a missed opportunity at the time. These days, looking back, they were obviously going for a more realistic take on it. And it's, all in all, the movie was okay. I mean, I, I if if somebody said, well, you like Ridley Scott, what movies would you recommend? This wouldn't come up. You know, it, it just doesn't hold up. It, it was strong. It was a success. It was good for everybody involved. Young Luis Guzman in it. <laughs> he was great. Um, even the soundtrack stuck out to me as being good. Oh, and that was something I wanted to talk about, the home media thing. Um, but the movie was just okay. By today's standards. There are so many movies like this now. The fish out of water action movies that, you know, try and tell a, a, a revenge story or whatever. And I'm staying away from spoilers on purpose. If you haven't seen this movie in since 1989, you'll forget major spoilers. I promise you. So recently I've reviewed some older Blu-rays. Blu-rays that are over 10 years old that came out in the early life of the Blu-ray format. And I mentioned this was a different video. But I mentioned in these other two reviews about the audio. If you pick up some older Blu-rays, double-check the audio when you go to watch it because it may default to whatever was popular at the time but wasn't the best at the time. The Disney releases that I'd gotten from the early 2000s defaulted to like a lossy Dolby Digital when there was an uncompressed soundtrack on there. And the same thing with this. It defaulted to a regular Dolby Digital that was a pretty weak soundtrack. Or you could pick the... DTS soundtrack, which was three times the bandwidth as far as what it was pushed through through my system, and just sounded a wider soundstage and more detail, deeper. It just sounded 10 times better. It went from like a TV mix to a theater mix. Again, modern technology can interpret these soundtracks very well if you pick the right one or they're going to sound like the old soundtrack they are if you don't. So that's just something to watch on older movies. Now, with them re-releasing and remastering movies, every movie that comes out on 4K these days tends to get a new Dolby Atmos mix or a new DTS-X mix, and they have brought it up to modern standards. There are a few that carry over soundtracks but from their Blu-ray counterparts, but usually because that soundtrack was really great and hard to improve on. But most movies that get the 4K upgrade also get an audio upgrade, and that would be something to look out for. Just mentioning that, if you happen to pick up a copy of this, it's going for $39 on eBay, which blows my mind. Um, I would imagine it will eventually get a release, uh, you know, some Ridley Scott retrospective box set at some point. It's about 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, so your mileage will vary about that much. Some people really like this movie. Some people thought it was just the same old, same old, with just better acting and better production values. Like I said, the fight scenes are great. The action scenes are great. Uh, You got Michael Douglas running down the street with long hair and a gun, yelling at people to get out of the way and stuff. I mean, the the way it's structured and the way it all comes together, it's just we don't make movies like this anymore, and it kind of you know, it looks good and it plays well and it's a fun watch. But I, as I said in the beginning, I thought it was going to be a bit of a time capsule and it's not, you know, it's before cell phones for the most part. It's There's pagers. Um, I thought the cars would be a problem. I thought some of the lack of technology, but Japan was such a, a forward place in 1989 that no, it, it doesn't, you know, I mean, some of the cars look old, but You know, there are old cars on the road over there. They last longer. So anyway, um, all in all, it was entertaining and an interesting jewel in the crown of what's great about Ridley Scott. But I would highly recommend something like, uh, you know, Kingdom of Heaven or Alien before I would recommend Black Rain. But if you're a Michael Douglas fan, you're a fan of Andy Garcia or gritty cop movies, this one holds up pretty well from 1989. I was kind of impressed. Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, Rockfile.com is the name of my website. If you'd like to check it out for more links, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day.